Welcome to the first OT Dude Pod Quiz episode. This episode will test your knowledge of the levels of assistance while you do other things such as driving, petting your cat, or folding laundry. Awesome! If you have not already, review the levels of assistance table on otdude.com, the blog post on the new care tool, which replaced the FIM, and watch the YouTube video on our channel, OT Dude, about the levels of assistance. Let's get right to it. I will be asking a question, allow you some time to think about the answer, and then provide an answer. Are the levels of assistance subjective or objective? They are subjective and depend on the therapist. What is another term for total assist? Dependent and total assist are often used interchangeably. Which healthcare professionals use the levels of assistance? Occupational therapists, physical therapists, speech therapists, doctors, rehab aides and nurses, and CNAs are some common ones. What about social workers and case managers? Do they use the levels of assistance? Yes, they do too. OTs communicate the levels of assistance with social workers and case managers to help with discharge planning. At which stage in the OT process are levels of assistance obtained? Typically, an OT would gain insight into levels of assistance upon evaluation. Depending on the setting you're working in, such as in skilled nursing, or even acute rehab, you may receive prior documentation from an intake packet that describes their levels of assistance at the prior facility. These are often inaccurate though, so take them with a grain of salt. What level of assistance is a client who needs 75% assistance? Max assist. What level of assistance is a client who provides 25% effort? Same, also max assist. While we often think in terms of how much assistance a clinician or caregiver may provide, it can be the other way around. It may be beneficial to think in terms of how much help a client provides if you cannot come up with an answer of how much you, the therapist, provides. What do you call the level of assistance where you may have had a hand on a client but not offer any actual physical assistance? Contact guard assist. If you start providing max assist, but the client improves in the session and becomes mod assist, what do you document? You should document the lowest level because it explains the burden of care on caregivers. A caregiver would still have to need to provide max assist at one point. If an elderly caregiver, such as a spouse, could not provide max assist, for example, then the discharge plan would be considered unsafe for the client and the caregiver. What level of assist is someone who offers 50% effort. Moderate assist. If two therapists help a client, one provides only contact guard assist, while the other provides 25% assist, what would the therapist document? Two-person min-assist. In acute rehab, or ARU, as opposed to acute care, what levels of assistance are combined? Min-assist and moderate assist are combined and called partial assist. How has acute rehab's use of the new care tool, which replaced the FIM or functional independence measure, simplified the percentages? Instead of 25% increments, it's either less than or greater than 50%. So less than 50 is called partial assist. More than 50% is called substantial assist. If a client requires no assistance, what are they called? Either independent or modified independent. If they use an assistive device, they're considered modified independent. In acute rehab, or ARU, as opposed to acute care, which level was eliminated? 
Modified independent was removed and is generally called independent, even if they use an assistive device. If you're in the room providing cues, but not any physical assistance, what is this called? Standby assist or supervision. Can a client discharge at a max assist level? Yes, a client can discharge at any level, depending on many factors such as prognosis, client requests, caregiver availability, including hired help, lack of client progress, and so on. The OT would document clearly what level they are at, what the risk and recommendations are, and train the client and caregivers prior to discharge, ideally. If a mechanical lift provides all the assistance, what do you document this as? Dependent, and describe the device used, such as standing frame or Sarasteady. How do you spell Sarasteady, the mechanical device used to help clients with sit-to-stand and transfers from one surface to another? S-A-R-A-S-T-E-D-Y. There is no H in Sarah and no A in Steady. If a client uses a walker in acute care and requires 25% assistance, what are they considered? Min-assist. The walker has nothing to do with the level of assistance, but it should be documented that a walker was used. If this client was in ARU instead and requires 25% assistance, what do you document? Partial assistance. If a client in acute rehab, or ARU, requires exactly 50% assistance, what would they be considered? Technically, a client is not considered to be exactly 50% in acute rehab and is either less than or equal to 50%. Medicare wants to give the client the benefit of the doubt, so they say that they would document them as partial assist or moderate assist. Can dependent be used to describe a two-person assist? Yes, in acute rehab, the care tool, section GG, defines dependent as helper does all of the effort. Person does none of the effort to complete the activity, or the assistance of two or more helpers is required for the person to complete the activity. If a client refused to get out of bed, what is their level of assistance? Refused. An OT wants to work with the client with the activity of shaving. However, the client responds, I have never shaved a day in my life. What is their level of assistance? NA or non applicable. A client really wants to shower, but the shower stall is flooded. The client refuses to do any alternative such as sponge bathing. What would the OT document? NA not attempted due to environmental limitations. If an OT works with the client with amputation on dressing and putting on a prosthetic, do they include this activity in the documentation? Yes, they would treat it as an additional step for the prosthetic. The same would apply for orthotics such as AFOs and back braces. If a client is normally min-assist with transfers out of bed, but is too nauseous today to get out of bed, what would you document? N.A. Not attempted due to medical condition or safety concern. Which discipline would score the level of assistance for memory? Both speech therapy and occupational therapy can score memory. If speech is not seeing the client, OT by default would score memory. If you got a test question saying the therapist provides 80% assistance, what is this considered? Max assists because it is at least 76%. What about a therapist who provides 40% assistance? 
modest cysts because it is between 26 and 75%. Okay, what about 1% assistance? That would be meniscus. How often does the OT document the level of assistance? Every time it occurs. Does the activity need to be performed or can it be simulated? The best situation would be for the client to actually perform the activity. If simulated, the OT should document simulated. If based on clinical judgment and estimated performance, the OT should document that too. What is the difference between contact guard assist and standby assist? With contact guard, the OT maintains contact with the client, such as the gate belt, but does not offer any physical assistance. With standby assist, the OT does not have any contact with the client, but is close by and ready to intervene if needed for safety. That's it for the questions for this pod quiz episode. I hope this pod quiz episode was helpful for reviewing the levels of assistance. See you all in the next episode.